It's Becca Hayes again, your host, and today I have a very special guest with me, Alina Erickson, and she is a freedom fighter. I I would assume that's what you would I would call you. I mean, uh, amongst the other th- many other things, yeah. But yeah. just so happy for you to be here on the Becca Hayes show. I just I I started watching your video, and I just obviously fell in love with you. And I was like, this girl, she doesn't have to put all this work in, but she's doing it. And I thought it was so awesome. So thank you so much for being here. Well, thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Thank so, you. It's an honor. And then, of course, we have I'm our co-host. <laughs> I'm here. Can you deliver a little bit better, Matt, please? <laughs> here I am. Just hey, kidding. when you introduced a special guest, I thought it was him. Oh, right? <laughs> so all those con- who are concerned, we are working on my delivery. <laughs> so thank you. Thanks, Dave. He listens. <laughs> Thanks. One of the recent videos on your Facebook page um, you break down all these these laws that we have as we the people. Mm-hmm. And I love that you took the time to read through everything and be like, hey, we have rights. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people forget that we have all these rights mm-hmm. and don't even know what we have because we don't want to put the time and effort in. Yes, absolutely. Let people know what their rights are and what's going on. Well, it's a... That's a loaded statement because it's a journey. It really is a journey to understand Mm -hmm. freedom. And what resonates with me is the founding fathers and what they gave us. Um, I've always had a special place in my heart for them. And I've done a lot of research in the classics with their works. Um, So for me, this... When I saw what was happening with COVID, it just awoken something within me. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm a mom of six. I'm a student. I'm getting done in grad school soon to be a therapist. But love the, it. But That's the, awesome. The actual freedom fight in me is something I love because I feel like it was something I was born for. Mm-hmm. So I just act on what comes to me, and what makes sense is the first thing we have to understand is that our government is our employees. We employ them. We have a contract with them. They have sworn an oath to protect the Constitution and represent us. So when we understand that foundation, we look at things a lot differently. It's like the red pill. It flips it in your mind and you realize, wait a minute, are they mandating that? Because I didn't agree to that. Mm -hmm. Um, And so really that's the basis, the very premise of what we have to understand is that their only obligation, Frederick Bossier, he was a French philosopher that wrote the law essay in late 1800s. I think it was like 1860 something. And it's a classic work. I recommend everybody read it because he breaks down there the purpose of law. And it's in our Declaration of Independence. Mm-hmm. Law supports people's life, liberty, and property in their pursuit of happiness. So we should not be interfered with the dictates of our conscience so long as we don't hurt or harm somebody else. And the trickiest thing about COVID to me is many people kind of have a difference of opinion on how to handle this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, they've been fed a lot of information from the mainstream media too. So it makes it very confusing. Right. And I'm even going to go out there and say misinformation. Of course. Yep. Um, and, and fake news. <laughs> and that is really something that we have to you know, stay on top of and and discern. But no matter what is fed to us, I believe God gave us the intuitive gift. Yes. Nobody can step on that and say, this is what's right for you and your body. Um, And so that's kind of where my my passion lies. I see the psychological damage that's happening in society, and that's what concerns me more. Um, You know, yeah, there's physical physical damage. But what, what project I've been doing is I want everybody to imagine that somebody comes into your home and they hold your kids hostage. They tell them they can't go to school. You can't leave your home. You can't leave your home for two weeks. And then they take your ability to work away from you. They take your ability to shop where you want to shop or move. You just have to be in your home. And then they tell you that your kids have to stay online, that mm-hmm. your communication with the outside world is online and they're holding you hostage in your home. Mm-hmm. What would be the first thing you would do? Uh, hell no. 
Well, you would call the police, right? If somebody comes to hold you hostage in your home, the first thought of a crime against anybody is, I need to call the police. Mm -hmm. And so the police, what are they going to do? They're going to come and they're going to get a statement. That statement is an affidavit. Now, I've been in touch with the sheriffs, Utah County and San Pete particularly, because they're over Cox and Herbert. And... Um, in my conversations with them, and I even met with uh, Mike Smith, Sheriff Mike Smith, and two Utah investigators, Utah County investigators, and I presented some of the project, this campaign that I have, and they pretty much told me, well, you got to provide the codes that they're violating. Okay. And so I'm like, okay, <laughs> fine. This was right. on December 21st. Christmas was right around the corner, New Year's. So I graced everybody a little bit of time for the holidays. But in that time frame, I was mm-hmm. a little bit busy and I read through 413 pages of criminal Utah codes. Oh my wow. gosh. And then I copied and pasted. So what I have in my project and my campaign is the affidavit. Again, this is the statement. If you don't say anything, if you're silent about what your employee, the government is doing to you, that is tacit agreement. You're agreeing to the terms. You have to do something, you have to say something. And so I just want to affirm what I said in the very beginning is our laws protect your life, liberty, and property in your pursuit of happiness. And so everything is on your side. If something doesn't feel right to you, it's not. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so, yes, you can go through, you can study these codes. I'll name some, I'll, I'll name some in a minute, but what we're collecting is the affidavit. Now, an affidavit has been provided. I work with a natural doctor. She wrote this affidavit. Um, and it's really brilliant. The first part of it is scriptural references. Now, I'm going to give you the link or, you know, tell you the, the email address that you can find the link for this. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to share this on my page too. Perfect. Just let yeah, you we'll know. Put, we'll put it in the description. This, yeah, yeah, this will be on my page. It's be on my Instagram, my Facebook, and I'm going to tag you. Alina. I'm going to say the link was the URL link was mm-hmm. made by Defending Utah or Utah Central Committees and Facebook hates them. They will censor everything from them. So can I do it so like maybe they can copy and paste it and put it into their browser so it doesn't like... I don't know. I don't know how to get around. Do you know what I mean? It'll be in our description. Make sure you go go there and copy, paste it, whatever you do. So that way it won't be. Yeah. If we don't make it an actual real link, I don't think it will get flagged. Yeah. Yeah. Does that make sense? And so they can just copy and paste it and put it into. Especially on the YouTube, our YouTube channel. That will probably be the best. Oh, yeah. So when we upload it to YouTube, we'll put it in the description. Mm -hmm and things like that. So we'll make it really easy for everyone to find. Yeah, awesome. we're definitely going to put it out there for sure. Awesome. Okay, perfect. That would be great. Um, <clears throat> so with this, you can customize this affidavit however you want, but I'll, I'll lay out the structure of it. The first part of it is kind of like our Declaration of Independence. We have to understand, and I think we all agree, no matter what religious background we have, is that we don't have a right to harm somebody else and that we have a right to life, liberty, and property. And so the very beginning of this attests to that. And they use scriptural references. And the reason for that is, one, to acknowledge that God is our creator mm-hmm. or your higher power, however you want to see that, and that you have these rights given by them, not government. And the second thing is, is we are appealing to them and crediting them with the power and the help to do this. And the third thing is that these people who have an oath to us put their hand on the Bible and swore to protect the Constitution over the Bible. Everything in law Mm -hmm. is actually rooted in the Bible. Mm -hmm. So that's an acknowledgement. I have received a few affidavits from people who don't like that, and they want to take that part of it out. That doesn't offend me if you do. Mm -hmm. You know, however you want to customize this. I'm going to recommend that people type it. Mm -hmm. Type your stories. You can fit more on there. It's easier to read. Um, So right after that scriptural... uh, um, declaration there's about six bases if you need more you can Mm -hmm. take the time that you need i'm going to recommend be very concise because we don't need lengthy stories we need just bullet points of get to the point and and how to address this yes there's a lot of civil issues that are happening and people say well and this is how the government's going to try and you know they're going to scapegoat the businesses and it's interesting because they they've broken codes to to interfere with our commerce Mm -hmm. and our freedom of contract and so they've gone in there and they've threatened, which all of this is violation. I have codes for all of this. I love it. And they have threatened. Amazing. They've threatened the health. De- or they, with the help of the health department, they have co-conspired against the people 
to threaten in our natural rights. And so with that, they're, they're intimidating, they're threatening to close and find businesses. So then when people, I get these affidavits and people are like, well, Costco wouldn't let me in without a mask. And it was embarrassing. Okay, the problem with that statement, not that you don't have rights, but you're, you're going into your individual contract with um, Costco. And yes, Costco is in breach of contract. I personally believe, and I made a video about this, and that's the one mm -hmm. um, Becca was talking about, where I talked about businesses and how, here's how you can call and get around it. I personally won't go to Costco. I quit the membership. If they don't have respect and equality for people, for the equality in people and human decency and human rights, why give them our business? Pull out. So I just real quick, I went into Costco and I don't know if I told you this and I actually, I just had my mask in my hand. So they let me in. I didn't even actually put it on and I did all my shopping without a mask on. Cause I'm like, I'm going to give them, I've been a member for like 15 years. My, all my family, I, I used to rant and rave about Costco, loved them. And I did all my shopping without wearing a mask. And then I was waiting in line and then it started. Then the lady was like, ma'am, you have to put your mask on. And I said, well, you know what? This is going to be, now that you're starting to harass me, this will be my last day here. And I'm going to pull my membership. The clerk was so kind to me. We, I smiled at him. You could just tell. And he was smiling under his mask. And it, there's something about seeing that smile yes. and that I miss so much. And, you know, totally nice. We had great conversation, paid for all my groceries. And then here comes a manager. She goes, ma'am, you're going to put your mask on. And I looked at her. I said, well, I'm finished here. I'm pulling my membership. And she goes, well, you don't get to have these groceries unless you put, she's like, oh. we cannot finish your transaction unless you put your mask on. Yeah. And I said, then take them back. So she refunded all my groceries that I had already paid for and walked me over and she goes, we'll just pull your membership right now. Like, why would we do business with people like this? Are you yeah. kidding me? I, I want everybody to know I have never complied. I have never worn a mask. I used to. And there's a way around it. And mm -hmm. I think we need to support businesses who understand this because- 100%. Yep. Again, I believe that the most powerful democracy in America is the human dollar mm -hmm. because we vote with our money and money talks. And Definitely. so these, these people, they will back out and they will adjust um, their business, well, their business philosophy mm -hmm. if, if, the, if the dollar is speaking. I will also say that the policy, if they ever say it's our policy, that is between the employer and the employee. You are not listed in that policy. I mm -hmm. didn't sign a contract saying right. I'd wear a mask. Right. They're in breach. Costco Sent is in direct breach. Yeah, no. And they, um, they have a business license with the state. And so in that business license, I can guarantee you, pull it, find it, read it, because they are guaranteeing not to, to discriminate and to honor the um, civil rights laws. Mm, and Utah particularly has, um, they have add a, added uh, medical disabilities. And most people think, again, my mind is in the psychological realm because that's my master's. Mm -hmm. But um, people think, you know, medical has to be like asthma or some terrible physical oh, reason. Walk without a what leg, about yeah. A, what, a, what about, a, what about um, anxiety? What about it's a panic true. attack? Exactly. I have several affidavits that say I cannot wear one because I have PTSD. Mm -hmm. I get a panic attack. Now, it's interesting. I don't even refer to Herbert's um, exemption list. But there are exemptions for the mask that nobody's yep. paying attention to. Mm -hmm. So um, I was just going to, you know, finish and, and go back to the businesses. But they sneakily, if that's even a word. It, it is. It, there's, <laughs> it, it we is make a, up our words, our own words all the time on this podcast. Good. So it's, it's, it's I welcome it. It's, 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 it's a new word on the Becca Hayes yeah. show. Sneakily. <laughs> I love it. I absolutely love it. They sneaked. They sneaked in. And uh, deceived, you know, they, they were deceiving the public by saying, well, you know, it's the health department and they're totally hands off. It's not us. It's the health department. And like you've exactly. been treated. Mm -hmm. Oh, that was legacy's policy. That's not my mm -hmm. fault. Well, who started this? Yeah. Who's mandating? Who's putting all this into effect? Well, and even before the mandating, I'm claiming... And within the codes that I've sent in the 30 pages, mm -hmm. <laughs> um, I'm claiming domestic terrorism. I am. Because I, I stand behind you yep. when you say that. There's Absolutely. a whole bunch of, like, when you, can, when, when you are a public figure and people are trusting you for information and you're giving misinformation and you're scaring the public to alter their behavior and threatening them with lockdowns and quarantining them in their home and telling them they could kill people and constantly harassing them mm -hmm. about the death and the case numbers, that is terrorism. 
100%. It, it is. And what we're seeing in society is the psychological effect of that. We're seeing people bully, harass, deny human decency over these policies. And it's completely 100% wrong. So back to this affidavit, um, we're also looking for fraud. Medical community, you've got to have some public virtue. Now, it's interesting. I have some personal connections in the medical community, so mm -hmm. I know a lot more than I say. Okay, I just have a quick question. Yeah. Since you're bringing up medical, okay? Yeah. Are the, real, are the ICUs really packed and they're turning people away? Like, what's your thoughts well, that's on a, that? Well, that's also a loaded question um, because I know, and I will give a personal quick example. My father um, was admitted for falling and he was a little bit, um, his cognitive ability was not quite there. So they admitted him, but they kept him for four days, even after 12 hours of confirming that he was okay. Wow, they kept him for four days. Wow. So are their admission policies different? Now I also have another statement from a woman and she said hospitals have been losing money. So they're admitting and keeping people longer. Mm -hmm. So is it a matter of, Oh, you know, or we're overcrowded because well, what were your, what was the standard process last year of admission, mm -hmm. treatment and length of stay versus this year? Mm -hmm. Also, we have to remember that with COVID they're changing the way they, um, they room people or group people together and they have, they, they're like separating oh, yeah, the distancing. Further apart, yeah. Further apart, mm -hmm. which means less space, right? Mm -hmm. So there's, there's, there's a lot there. Um, but I'm going to say, like, if you go to the CDC website, there's actually a little bit less deaths this year in 2020 than in 2019. Where's the pandemic? Exactly. And yes, I will say yep. that on public radio. Mm -hmm. Show me the evidence of the pandemic. Um, now, if people were dying in the street like left and right. I think all of us would be on top of this just because I believe people are innately good. Exactly. And, and there's like, we could see it. It's logical. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You know? Right. And so, you know, to me, again, health is a very personal thing. I don't have the right to ever tell anybody how to take care of their health because I trust them and their intuition to figure that out. And I want that same respect. So I will always stand on the side of liberty. It's not my way or the highway. It's 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 an essence of liberty. You're fighting for everyone, not just yeah. particular groups. Right. Right. Everyone. All the liberals out there, <laughs> we should be agreeing. Yes. We yeah. want equality, Come right? Come together. <laughs> They're dividing us. Yes. And if you can't see that, then I don't know what to say. Yeah. Well, the point I always, uh, you know, and the, the reason why I like the point that you bring up that it's psychological is because I think when you start to play into fear, because I've done my own studies on how we react to fear and how contagious fear is. And I think one of the first play is play on fear. Mm -hmm. Then we'll get more people on our side because there's a lot of people who will live in fear mm -hmm. of like death, people who fear death or what could possibly happen. And I think a lot of the reaction that people make towards other people is based off of fear, yeah. but it's not actually based off of correct knowledge or mm -hmm. understanding. And so you don't think logically in fear, you know, you're in fight or flight half the time. And so when someone triggers that fear and you seeing like, Oh, you're not wearing a mask, that whole trigger right there triggers that fear. And they're not thinking with any kind of logical sense. I want to say it was, was it KBT or somebody did a study that if you constantly present information to a, to a group of people or a population for like two weeks, there's no amount of correction that can change it. They've been brainwashed. Well, mind That's, control. Yeah. That's part yeah. of mind control. Yeah. 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 So, um, yeah, I mean, that's what we have. That's the only place we can agree on to this is really just the respect to live according to conscience. Mm -hmm. Um, but this, so this does go over. I'm also including, I, we want an investigation on the legitimacy of this alleged virus. Has it been isolated? Is the PCR test even accurate? Like we know it's not, the maker of it said it's not. Um, back in September, they changed the testing policies to um, combine every one positive for every one positive test, they combined four positives. Oh, interesting. So we have four mm -hmm. times the the, mm -hmm. the numbers being mm -hmm. reported. 
Well, and um, not to mention the the false numbers that were reported, right. and that was actually shown on the mainstream media. But yeah. we've all forgotten about that. Like, I don't know how that's not raising red flags. Right. So I do have some affidavits to say I never took a test and I got a positive. Everybody's like, "What? An affidavit? What? What is this?" And I'm like, "Guys, like again, let's go back to the beginning. What I said in the show. If you have been harmed by a criminal, the first thing you're do is going to call the police and he's going to get a statement. This is your statement. This is your police mm-hmm. report." Both sheriffs said, I can't act without a statement. I, I need an affidavit to act. Okay, mm-hmm. I'll get it for you. And yeah. this morning, I sent in the first bundle. Oh. It was delightful. Oh, oh my, gosh. my gosh. So I'm just so happy. Cool. I got goosebumps <laughs> right now. Awesome. And everybody that is listening to this podcast and that stand behind me, then I know many of you have messaged me saying that you do stand behind me. If you don't fill this affidavit, affidavit out, then you don't stand behind me and you're not doing anything about this. You're not allowed to complain about wearing masks and what's going on in the world today if you don't take action. Right. And one of the things we talked about is we are specifically talking about Utah code. And so one of the things we talked about is because we have listeners all across the country, global. It's your duty as a citizen, I think, to do the research like you have. And that's mm-hmm. why we got to give props right now because... Oh, absolutely amazing. Done oh, your civil, you're a powerhouse. You've done, yeah, you've Love done your you. civil duty. Yeah. You know, how it many is a civil duty. And, and I want to, you know, a lot of people don't understand what public virtue is. And public virtue is really loving your neighbor as yourself. It is, it is what the founding fathers, they sacrificed their homes, their estate, their lives, their money, everything for the cause of freedom. They understood that. And I've been invited to speak um, many times in different rallies and public engagements. And I've told a few of these stories of examples that we wouldn't even comprehend. Like we've gotten so pampered and comfortable in society. We have not had a noble cause to fight for. We've just Mm -hmm. been so complacent. And we've trusted our elected officials. I don't like to call them leaders. Yeah, they're not yeah. leaders. No. I, I, I liked, they are our public officials. And we have trusted them to just do things and make decisions for us. And I, and I also feel like um, so many times people, and I'm not, if, if people need to go to a doctor, there is a respect for that field and definitely a place for that. But I'm going to encourage people, and this is part of the problem that we have, people have neglected their intuition. Well, my doctor said I should do this, so I'll just do it. Hold on a second. Did you really think about that? Did you meditate about it? You know, was I, I, I'm like in love with her. I'm sorry. Like, I'm like crushing like... hard. Like you, you're talking to my soul right now. We did a podcast all, yeah. you know, we mentioned yeah. intuition multiple times. Like mm-hmm. this is so awesome. And like I said, in the, the previous podcast, everybody has the capability to really grow their intuition. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and that is what the founders meant with living life according to the dictates of your conscience. Um, that's what we have to do. We're meant to be a free people. I know God wants us to be mm-hmm. a free people, yep. but he's not going to just give it to us on a platter. Mm-hmm. If we give it away, that is our problem. If we do not act, we're in tacit agreement. Everything is done in contract. Uh, governor Herbert, or Herbert, he was our former governor. I don't ever like to call him governor because yeah. <laughs> well, to me he's in breach of contract. But well, agreed. Herbie. <laughs> Mr. The herb. Herbie. The herb. The herb. <laughs> Wasn't there a Disney show? The herb herb or something? Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, it a creep. Um, <laughs> Just kidding. I'll be nice. But anyway, um, and you know, again, I mean, if, if Herbert and Cox want to be scared and wear a mask and do all that, fine, do it. Yeah, but are they scared? I, I don't know. Are they scared? I well, don't know. I, I, I am, what I watched yesterday, and it was, again, what's Eric's last name? Mootsos. Uh, yeah, love him. He was down in St. George yesterday, which is southern Utah for people that don't live in Utah. And he had a big rally because it was a Governor Cox party. Mm-hmm. He had a big party, and he did it in uh, southern Utah because that's the freer area of Utah. And all these people were invited to it. And it just, I just find it so interesting how these governors, so-called leaders, and I'm doing air quotes right now for you guys that are listening mm-hmm. and not watching on YouTube, but for these so-called leaders, they can put all these rules in, but they can't follow them themselves. Mm-hmm. It's, it just blows my mind. But Eric was there, and I think um, somebody said something to uh, now Governor Cox, um, and he called everybody his enemies that were there protesting he called us enemies yeah, right are you kidding me mm-hmm. he said enemies. he said he enemies i heard it yeah, yeah. wow yeah well WTF. I, I didn't i didn't really like him i mean this is like a personal thing but i didn't like him before 
um, before he was elected because of some of the tweets that he said that really contradicted who he his character was. You know, I think he is Mormon or not, but like I, I don't know. Yeah, there was some. Yeah, he's a he. Well, yeah, he's whatever he is. He's, <laughs> he's supposed, supposed to be. exactly, and that's that's the key right there, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. He's supposed to be, uh-huh. and so some of the characters uh, characteristics that I saw him on Twitter, I mm-hmm. said, hey, those are red flags. Like you should know characters, and if someone is going against certain beliefs and things that they actually have and showing them those are going to magnify in leadership mm-hmm. of course mm-hmm. you know and so that's and so that's just a key point right there where he's calling us enemies like, right yo you all voted the wrong person oh, just in. just wait you think just we're enemies wait. now <laughs> well and i had a conversation with greg hughes i probably for an hour after one of eric's events and um he was saying that those who actually protested in front of the homes of Dunn and um, Herbert and Cox really caught their attention. He says that really affected them. Oh, so, and that's, so you're saying let's do it again? Well, well I'm and, ready. And, and I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to sit on the fence on this one. Um, but I understand why people did it. They have mm-hmm. a right to it. Angela Dunn moved her office to her home. So that became a public space. Um, mm, okay. But I, but I, will, re- I will say... That we should always be peaceful. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, yes. you know, I feel like what we're providing with this affidavit, um, this is your testimony. This is your record. This goes on record mm-hmm. that you have been harmed. And I will say that I know um, we are putting these men on not, not only state trial. I mean, and I'm not even talking about the jurisdiction of the courts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I am talking about the um even spiritual trial because when we talk about oaths and we put our hand on the bible and swear over those principles it's supposed to mean something it's supposed to mean something Mm -hmm. i know god in heaven watches what we do or Mm -hmm. what we don't do and so to me we've got to be doing these things Mm -hmm. and the codes are on our side the very last page in this affidavit um you know you're gonna you know you're the affirmant you're gonna write your name your address it is asking for a phone number because if an investigator likes your your story and your story is good, like your mm-hmm. affidavit is good, mm-hmm. um, you may get a call to, for further information. So that's mm-hmm. important, an email or a phone that they can get you, a, that they can call you back at. Um, and then two witnesses, because there's a lot of, you know, by the, by the mouth of three witnesses, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then you're, uh, have a public notary verify you are mm-hmm. who you are and who you say you are. So... I'm going to give a link right now, or a, sorry, an email, mm-hmm. and we will provide you with a link. Um, please don't scan your document and send it to this one because we're working at different locations. Um, so the instructions are included in this, and it will give you the address. And we're keeping the hard copies. I'm making a PDF copy of everything that comes in. She's doing all the work, guys. Yeah, all you have to do is write it out, sign it, and get a you know scene. And yeah, like Look, she's not bam. even in office for Utah or any. I sort. vote you. She, can you? But we vote. Please. We, I, I get, actually get the Bible. Love. Why can't we have a, you know a strong character like this running for office? Like, why do we keep choosing these pansies? Well, here's what I love about what you're doing. You're the first one to that I've seen and really like listen to that has logical like this isn't this isn't a protest. This is actually doing our civil duties mm-hmm. and the rights that we have as people and not just saying, okay, government, like what do I do now? Mm-hmm. Oh, stop asking for permission. You don't exactly. if you are a business owner, do not go to your employee and ask for permission. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> that mm-hmm. is what you're doing with the government. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And to me, I don't stand for it. I'm sorry. I'm not okay sitting on my couch with my teenagers who need a community and watching church. I'm not okay with that. Yeah. yeah. I want the freedom to worship. I my boys need a community. Mm-hmm. And everything is shut down. Yep. Uh, ben Shapiro, he wrote a fantastic book recently. Um, the right side of is it oh come on, the right side of something. But he talked about in there, the very essence of freedom is to have reason. So you need your individual reason. Mm-hmm. Like what motivates us? What separates us from animals is our ability to reason with logic, right? Mm-hmm. And then you need the capacity. You need your ability to perform that reason and to make that happen. He, he makes the argument that human happiness, and this goes along with our Declaration of Independence, human happiness is fully living your reason, your why. 
And when you can find that, government doesn't give that to us. We're waiting for government to say, oh, these policies are making people unhappy, da, da, da. No, just we're meant to be a free people. And then the second thing he says that we need, and he talked about suicides and the rise of suicides and mental health and things like that. People aren't happy. So you need your own reason. You need your own capacity, but then you need a society reason. Mm -hmm. Society needs a reason. What are we jointed in? What is our reason to become better as people? And so society needs a reason, and then we need capacity as a society. So we need community programs. We need community um, sports. We need community um, dance classes or whatever it is mm-hmm, that makes people mm-hmm. fulfill their reason and to interact well, and mingle with one another. It's just like hugging someone. Mm-hmm. You get that that sense of just love. And mm-hmm. we don't have that anymore because we're, we're told to stay so far apart. Yeah. We're told not to touch, not to shake hands anymore. That's lost and gone. Yeah. I think that's, that is an interesting thing. Like going out in public, even if you have a cough, if you get a common cold, now, if you cough in public, you're like, I'm embarrassed. The yeah, shame. Exactly. Or, or, or like you meet someone in public and they come up to you and they're like, I don't, do I read, do I shake or do I help? I know. The psychological effect. I've never it's, done that. I grab people and I make them hug me yeah. and yeah. The, then they like, they get over the fear. <laughs> I don't, well, I've never liked shaking hands in the first place. Mostly even. because it's always awkward. Like you don't know. And like the awkwardness <laughs> makes me not want to do it anyway. So yeah, it's fine. Yeah. But, but I'm just saying, so on my part, that might play in my favor, but, uh, but it's still awkward. I've always been a hugger, but it's, you know, just like I said, you know, it's, we need to see that smile. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We need to, to feel that physical touch. We it do. does something as a human being yeah. inside of us. It's yeah. a common need. It's a human yeah. need. Yeah. Yes. Necessity. Absolutely. And, you know, to, to be denied that, to be told mm-hmm. to stay away. I mean, come on, who follows those arrows in the, in the store? I didn't even notice who them even for a long time. <laughs> Okay, just I, you know, just going back. So, right before I got let go at iHeart and in the studio, they set up this glass shield. Okay, I got moved to actually into the complete opposite room, so I wasn't even in the same room with the other two co-hosts, which was fine with me. And but the two co-hosts were on one was on one side of the sh- the shield, using air quotes again, uh, the glass shield, and the other one was or plastic, and the other one was on the other side. So that that little divider is going to keep them safe and not sick. Even though he would walk around and talk about prepping for that morning. And I'm like, and they're so like crazy about wearing a mask and mask shaming people. And then he walks around and and I'm seriously watching this. And I'm like, what is the point? There's no logic. Well, I was going to, I was going to get our plexiglass made. You get a plexiglass. We're done. I will take that plate. Okay, I'm- hold on. Another show. Do you guys? Do you guys have your masks? I don't know. Are right? Safe here? Are we all six feet? It's probably not safe. I'm going to let you know that right now. The minute you walk through my door, it's yeah. not safe. <laughs> well, you know, interestingly, I was on a podcast uh, several months ago, and we were talking about the mask issue and the effectiveness. And I believe it was Harvard that did a study on mice, and they had two separate groups of mice. And one group, they let live completely normal, and they, you know. They just fed them normally, lived normally, all that kind of stuff. And another group were completely sterile, like sanitized. And then they they wanted to test the relationship between the skin biome mm-hmm. and the gut biome. So they they wanted to figure out the human immune system, like like nature, like how how does this work? And so with the mice that were in this normal environment, they <clears throat> they gave them an antibiotic, and they wanted to test to see what it would do to their their gut flora, which is 90% of our immune system is in our intestines. Mm -hmm. And so they tested that. And yes, sure enough, it wiped it out. But interestingly, they went to the skin and tested the skin. The skin was also wiped out. So before this, the mice had paralleling biome in the gut and on the skin. So they thought, they thought with doing the study that if they gave the antibiotic, that the skin biome would be preserved to what it was before the antibiotic, but it wasn't. It, it decreased its in its capacity. So there's some kind of a communication relationship in our body that communicates what we have on our skin and what we have in our gut. Mm-hmm. And the mice who were completely sterile did not have the strength or ability to fight when introduce, when, when bacteria and things were introduced. And something we need to remember is that viruses are the most abundant organism on the planet. Like it mm-hmm. is insane, the amount of viruses that we have. Mm-hmm. Just go yeah. look it up. 
Like you could go to the moon and back and yeah. to outer space and back. Yeah. Like it's, it's <laughs> insane. Um, so, you know, really, and then, you know, just getting into some of these codes, like there's one that's, um, this one comes from Cornell. And mm -hmm. so all of your listeners, if you have, I should have said this at the beginning, if you have a piece of paper and a pencil, um, this will be good because yes, I'm write gonna, this yeah, down. These right? are mind blowing too. When, we, when I watched your video and you started saying these, I was like, oh yeah, we have those. Right. And then just like, I'm like, holy smokes, these are amazing. Like, so you guys we need have rights? Yeah. What? Because right. if you go into like a store and they're like harassing you, you uh -huh. can say, you know, Did, code number. Pull out your piece of paper. Everybody yeah. write this down. I'm not even kidding you. Take this piece of paper with you and then read it and then, then watch them what they say. Becca has yeah. a laminate card. She pulls out of well, her pocket. I'm like boycott a lot of stores right now. They have my picture up. She makes do me not go let do this, it. Yeah. Do not let this woman enter. Well, anyways. well, no one knows the Asian, just send them in. <laughs> well, and I, I want to go back to this because one of my followers made the comment and he was a hundred percent correct. He said, Alina, I'm really concerned about your approach here with freedom. And I, he said, you know, we shouldn't be abiding by these codes. And I said, well, hold on a second. Maybe I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit more of a libertarian, not that I'm registered libertarian, mm -hmm. but I get the idea. Mm -hmm. Um, the, the idea is our rights come from God, right? Mm -hmm. And as long as we're not hurting other people, we should be able to have a contract with somebody, a business contract. So when you go to the grocery store, you're engaging in a contract. Mm -hmm. All of the prices on the food is their offer to you. Your acceptance is placing it in the cart and purchasing it. And the proof of that contract is your receipt. So um, that should, you know, that like if we were to go back to the beginning of America, that's probably how the founders did it mm -hmm. was... That they didn't have all these. Oh, we need a health department, and oh, we need we need this management company, and we need OSHA, and we need. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't have any of that. It's uh -huh. like they just trusted. They they did a major human experiment that had never been done before, and they wanted to see if a people could be free and govern themselves with the belief that people are innately good, and that if they make mistakes, they will correct them. Mm -hmm. they will correct them. Mm -hmm. And so I, I do, I, I believe in that philosophy. So even though I'm giving you guys these things, really you need that red pill of understanding. Natural law comes from God or your higher power and not the government. Mm -hmm. So I don't like, oh, I have to have permission, you know, mm -hmm. but at the same time, if that's what's happened and, and uh, perverted our freedom, we play them at their game. Yep. yep. And that's what these codes are. Fine. I'll play you with your, I'll play the game. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, read us these codes. So um, the truth, you so write this down. This is how you're going to get your affidavit, guys. I want a lot of these. I'm getting, I'm getting good ones, and we have a good case, but we want to build it. Mm -hmm. So get these into me. Um, the truth, Utah. Just the three words. The truth, Utah at protonmel.com. Proton is P-R-O-T-O-N mel.com. So <clears throat> just say, hey, I'm looking for the affidavit. We'll get it to you. So the Civil Rights, uh, 1964 Civil Rights Act, that's a major, major national one most people know. Um, your right to employment is found in Code 34A. So if an employer tries to tell you that they're not going to keep you on if you can't wear a mask or, you know, if you, if, you know for X, Y, Z, um, it lists all the things that you're protected under there. Uh, earlier I was kind of referencing Cornell um, they have a CFR code 36.208, and it's referencing a direct threat. Now, I want to go back because a lot of people, this is the root of the argument. You don't have the right to hurt somebody else. Never. This, but the mask wearers or those are saying, you don't have a right to hurt everybody, so put a mask on. Well, this code breaks this up because you need to be proven that you're a direct threat. So I, I'm also going to make the claim and the argument, and I did with the codes, that it's against the law to impersonate a licensed profession that you are not licensed in. Herbert and Cox have violated that. They have stood in front of the people. They have told people medical advice, intentions of cures or claims or prevention, if people will do the prescription, which is the mask. There's no proof on that. There's no evidence on that. Well, even on the boxes of masks, majority of the mask says does not protect against COVID-19. Mind blown. I mean, right. hello. It says right. it right it on the box. It has to be a very specific mask, and there's not enough to for everyone to have one. Yeah. And, and OSHA says, has formally made businesses get a direct um, 
doctor prescription or recommendation or approval, this person has had an assessment, an exam, and they're okay or not okay to wear a mask. Mm -hmm. So where, where do we consult our doctors for this advice, this medical advice? Exactly. So I've, I've hit them on that code. But anyways, that's important to understand a direct threat. Like you cannot go out in nature and assume everybody's a direct threat. Mm -hmm. like, come on. Yeah. Like That's the flu, ridiculous. the flu's disappeared to everybody. Oh yeah, right. What <laughs> flu? What? That, You're right. That's gone. <laughs> uh, so, um, code seventy six dash three dash two o three point three. That's hate crimes or intimidation and terrorizing. So that's disturbing the peace, right? Mm -hmm. That's like, huge. It is, and we have public document documentation of Herbert and Cox doing this, calling people names, threatening them telling them that they're going to, you know, hurt people if they don't do X, Y, Z. And then it's created what we talked about earlier, that terror on our society mm -hmm. where we're getting harassed and we have this horrible, horrible um, tension in society after it. Um, this one's really good. Parents will like this. Se code uh, 76-8. So just look into that one. That's interfering with schools. Like, think about the schools that have been shut down. Universities have been shut down. Students can't access. My own sister got into PA school. She worked her butt off and went into debt for five years. Got into P PA school. Was planning on the drive one mm -hmm. hour a day to go. And that's a hands-on. You like, have yeah. to. You don't get a PA degree online. You can't. You have <laughs> to be hands-on to don't. learn. Don't. Yeah, please so, don't. <laughs> so what did, what did Herbert and Cox do? They shut the state down. Mm -hmm. She had to withdraw. She couldn't do it oh online. My gosh. Guys, like schools, elementary schools, these things should not have happened. When they shut everything down, is that not a part of domestic terrorism and telling everybody to stay inside, you're going to hurt people? Yeah. Like, yeah. come on. Mm -hmm. um, harassment, 76-5106. Um, again, threat of terrorism is 76-5107.3. How about this one? Abuse of children. And there's also one for vulnerable. Making your child wear a mask when they're coming home with headaches or crying or getting bullied or intimidated by a teacher, that is both physical and psychological abuse. Mm -hmm. And so um, without any consideration, this is the first thing that Herbert did to our kids. He sold them out. August 6, 2020, he admitted to taking Rockefeller money for PPE equipment and joining in with seven other states to do it. Okay, so in this whole code thing, I've also found like bribery. Um, we want an accounting. Uh, Cox, our alleged governor. I'm sorry, I'm not going to give him that title because to me, he's already a betrayer. Yep. He mm -hmm. took $75,000 from the National Education Association. That is the most left organization you will find. They're going to in implement teaching your children at five years old, sex perversion, um, Guns are, you know, the Second Amendment is bad. We want mm -hmm. open border. Abortion's okay. Unisex bathrooms. Like everything on the way left, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's what they're going to support. It's radicalism. He took 75000 for it. I can guarantee you that our education well, that's system. that's interesting. Yeah. yeah that's and that's more than Pelosi and I want to, I think it was Bernie like combined. Wow. Now, Greg oh, Hughes God. pinned him on that. And he said, what did you agree to do to take that money? I have a physical document that says Spencer Cox in his campaign took 75000 from the NEA and 200000 from the Governor's Association. So the Governor's Association is ran by Cuomo and Newsom, some of the most tyrannical governors in our country. And Herbert was at the top of the list with them. And now Cox took money from them. Wow. Mm. Now money is not free. It's, there's yeah. always a bribe. There's mm -hmm. always a negotiation. Just follow the money. So follow I, the money. In you'll this, find it. I want an accounting. Mm -hmm. We the people, there's a code for it. Mm -hmm. We the people want accounting of the money. What is he doing to the schools? What does he plan? What is he doing to the people? Like, what is he doing to our republic? We want an accounting, and especially with Dominion. Mm -hmm. Dominion's been used in our state for five years. We want an investigation on Dominion because we don't trust our republic process of voting and trusting mm -hmm. that it's been mm -hmm. honest. Yeah. Um, so the, you know, the last thing, unless you guys have anything else, um, I just want to encourage people to get involved because, uh, so many people are fired up about Trump and I get it. it this is bad timing, but you remember that during the beginning of all of this, it wasn't Trump. It was your governor mm -hmm. that implemented what he did. It was his decision to implement what he did. And so when we look at governor like Florida and DeSantis, 
he just, what was it, a month ago, threw everything down and said, we are not mandating anymore. Nothing. Yeah. I love done. that governor, yeah. by the way. Yes. Yeah, he's, I do. he's also fighting for vaccine freedom of choice. Oh my gosh, yes. I'm moving to Florida. <laughs> That's it. And, overpopulation yes. in Florida for some reason. Yes. And, um, you know, Christy Noem, we know Christy Noem of South Dakota. She's mm -hmm. been amazing. Um, but, uh, so, you know, it's up to the governors. And so I just, you know, I, I, We've got to come back to the state. Yep. So many people put so much emphasis on Trump, and I know that's critical. And we're in a we're in a national crisis. Mm -hmm. We are in a state crisis, and we he, were in a state crisis before. Trump yeah. gave us choices. He gave our governor choices. Yeah. Be like, that's it's your what choice. It's choice, and that's yep. what we're fighting for. That's the what one, we're losing. The one mistake that Trump made, and and I'm not so married to him mm -hmm. that right. I have my allegiance that I won't ever call him out on something that I think he did wrong. Um, I have before, <laughs> but um, I, I, I do like a lot of his policies. But again, politically, I'm on the side of freedom mm -hmm. and uh, freedom of conscience. But um, he, he, he stepped off the stage. So notice he respected doctors and their rightful authority to give medical advice. Mm -hmm. So he stepped off the stage and he does every time. Mm -hmm. But in that act, he also committed domestic terrorism by allowing those two to terrorize this nation. Yeah. Um, you do have a point, definitely. So anyway, get so get involved. I've got four big Utah groups backing me up. Um, we have Defending Utah uh, People's Rights, and we have um, Utah Business Revival, and Take Action for Freedom with Robin Openshaw. And I'm going to say out of those four groups, Robin is the only one that sent me an affidavit. She's been amazing. Wow. wow. Like she's wow. been an, an amazing support and, and um, just activist. She's always doing stuff on her own will in her own time. And so really, freedom fighters would not have to work so hard. I mean, I'm working 75 hours a week on this project, and I'm not getting paid. I'm between, With six kids. Wow. <laughs> and I, I'm between semesters, so I can do this a little Gosh. bit. But my other semester is about ready to start again soon, and I'm going to have to cut back. But that's mm -hmm. why I'm, I'm really pushing this. So get well, your stuff in. Well, Let's get active. Well, I think this is great, and I think this is like why this is such a, an important episode is to, to educate. Mm -hmm. People need to be educated to to do this and to take action. I think this is more powerful than a protest because mm -hmm. 100%, yeah. we're holding the state accountable. We're mm -hmm. not going and just shouting. We're actually saying, no, we the people as your employer are holding you accountable to the oath that you took and it's your responsibility to do your job. Yes. Yep. So. And the sheriffs also have taken that oath. Mm -hmm. The sheriffs are the direct guardian between the people and tyranny. Yeah. And so they have taken an oath to protect the Constitution. Unfortunately, a lot of people don't know what that means. They're not, like, educated <laughs> on that. But if we the people are, the government has nothing to fear but an educated people. Mm -hmm. And if we are educated on that and we rise together, mm -hmm. that is what will take the state back. The government's not going to give you freedom. It's not. Um, it's not in its interest. And so that's where we as an educated people need to have that civil, civic responsibility and act. Yeah. And I think that's really important also because that's one thing that we've talked about where we're not saying that this is about um, necessarily, I don't want to say human lives, like as far as like masks, no mask. It's more about the importance of like keeping our freedoms and rights and protecting them because if we lose those, we're in grave danger of uh, so much more in the long-term perspective. Mm -hmm. And it's not saying that we don't care about human life, but we also care about the long-term. And that does include our human rights and liberties. Right. So. Right. Well, and, you know, I want to say thank you so much for joining us today, Lena. Like, you're just, I absolutely love you. I love the passion that you have. And I love that you're, you've done all this work for us. Mm -hmm. And, uh, the Utah people, we need to sign this. We need to write out our complaints and we need to actually put this into action instead of just talking. And I was going to ask you as a global standpoint, what can other people do kind of mimicking what you've done in Utah? What can they do in their other states to get this going? Well, <clears throat> and I don't, I, I need to mention because it's important that the affidavit, there's, there's a good way to write it. Um, if you're, so, so I'll just say this really quick. If you're, you know, having anxiety or depression, don't, you know, it's, it's a big statement to say I'm experiencing X, Y, Z, but we need to say because of governor Herbert or because of Herbert and Cox's mandates and terrorizing the people, I am restricted in my movement. 
and I am not able to live in a free manner and it's causing me X, Y, Z. So you need to have the source of it, which is Herbert and Cox, Mm -hmm. the statement, and then the evidence of damage. And those are the three things that really need to be key in this affidavit. Um, This, this movement, this campaign I'm doing is for harm or trespass or criminal activity. That's what that's about. And so globally, or or not globally, but um, within our country, Mm -hmm. at least, this is how we have it. This is not my wild idea. This is the due process. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. This is the petition to our government for our grievances. This is how we do it. You're putting your grievances down. Um, So every state can do this. Copy the link, you know, change the wording, customize it to your state, um, whatever you want to do. The writer of it, She's so good about just whoever wants to do whatever. I don't That's care. Awesome. Yeah. That's so, awesome. So so that yeah. and really just get educated. Um, and I, I think the biggest thing is civil disobedience. We've got to have massive civil disobedience mm-hmm. um, because we love the bigger picture more than we love our temporary comfort. If we're just, well, at least I can do this, or at least we're not in California. Well, that's not good enough for me. No. Um, I'm sorry, I'm not, like, like again, if you go back to the premise of freedom, it's it's not, well, we're, we're not comparing apples to oranges there. We're saying, hey, we need to establish freedom. We the people are the power. Mm-hmm. It's not going to yep. come from your government. It's not going to come from some miracle freedom fighter warrior. It's not. It's going to come from the masses of the people. Well, and, and, you know, our government's only getting richer and we're getting poorer. Like, mm-hmm. what's up with that? Yeah. We oh come on! Didn't you them. like your six hundred dollars? Oh my God! Deposited those crumbs. Well, I mean, they got, got lost in the mail. <laughs> I got zero dollars. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> I know that's just that's a whole nother topic itself. I filed like, under you, right? <laughs> you should have. <laughs> um, again, thank you so much for joining us. And please, if you guys, you know, I hope you don't mind. I'm sure you don't. Give no. her a follow on Facebook and you know, keep in touch and follow Alina on, you know, I, w- I love your videos that you're doing. You're totally educating the people. And I think it's just amazing that you're going above and beyond and doing this. And thank you so much for being a freedom fighter and for fighting for all of us. Cause you are, it's not just you, it's for everyone. And I appreciate you so much. And, you know, thank you for all the listeners that are listening to us on, you know, Spotify, Apple podcasts, SoundCloud, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Hit that subscribe button. Yeah, don't forget to hit the subscribe, please. And then also YouTube, hit subscribe. Um, We appreciate you all. And you are going to be the ones that are also going to help us spread the word. So please share this and especially this podcast. If you don't share any of my podcasts, fine, whatever. This is the most important podcast. Please share it and educate other people. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me.